episode of the Chaotic Minds podcast. I'm with Destiny. Hey guys. Today we're going to dive a little more deeper into Destiny's life and understand how she is, where she is today. Yeah, so we're just going to compare our lives and what brought us to where we are today. Um, the life of an athlete compared to... A teenager. Yeah, so let's get started. Um, everyone's here to hear about your tennis, let's be honest. <laughs> So let's talk about your tennis a little. Um, you said in the last episode you saw Serena play on the TV and that's what made you choose tennis. Um, now let's let's go all the way back. Do you remember your first tennis club or your tennis racket? Like anything anything from the early ages of tennis? Um, I remember my first tennis club. That was the Casey one. Do you know where that is? No. It's near the um, near the Monash Uni in Berwick. Okay. Um, yeah, there's synthetic grass courts there. Um, my first coach was Lisa D'Amelio. And um, I don't know if she had me in her in my first lesson, but I do remember one of the guy coach's reaction. He was just like, what the hell? <laughs> like in a good way or a bad this, way? Like, like in a good way. Like I'd just be this like tiny little girl smashing the ball over the fence like i'm not even meant to be hitting it over the fence but anyway sending it, sending it. <laughs> um. and my brother would be climbing all the way at the top of the fence like you know those tall fences yeah, yeah. like on no, the tennis court cool. yeah. yeah he'd climb all the way to the top why was like that? as a, just as a baby oh my god just while i'm having he's my tennis lesson he's actually my, a wild one yeah and then my parents would be climbing up the fence trying to get him down it's all right that's all right um now how long were you at that club for um a couple years when i first started um i played my first actual tournament when i was seven years old um i remember i won my first match ever okay Okay, nice i think it was like six love six love which beautiful which was great (laughs) (laughs) um but i do remember losing a rest. lot of matches after that. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. And obviously you're still in primary school. Yes, I was still in primary school. I, I think I was getting tennis lessons actually during kindergarten as well. In my last year wow. of kindergarten. Because I started prep at 5-6. Okay. Yeah. So, what about you? Did you um, play any sport at that age? No. Nah. No. I was riding my bike around the block. <laughs> you know, I was that guy just trying to trying to get around the block as fast as I can and timing myself like, yes, I did intensive. So you could ride a bike at that age? Yeah, bro. With no training wheels? Yeah. That, really? that, was, that was my thing, man. But I was bro, I was riding my bike when I was like five. No training wheels. No training wheels. No hand, one-hander. Stop. Yep. I learned how to actually properly ride a bike at 14. Oh, oh you're a bit late. You're like, I, was at, I was five just riding. I remember, I remember my first time riding my bike i was on the curb my legs couldn't touch the ground on the bike so i had to like use the curb to like touch the ground and i just pushed off and i started pedaling and that's it that's it that's <laughs> all and then i just went and um obviously a lot of a lot of falling down and etc but well we all I've, fall down in life don't yeah we? don't we don't yeah. we all um but yeah i'll just i'll, I'll actually give myself a, like i'm really good at riding bikes <laughs> like, i don't know I don't, I don't know how to i don't know how to skate i don't know how to do anything like that's on a skateboard or anything like really that, good, but I'm really good at riding bike. But I'm actually, I'm so good. Can you do wheelies? Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I 
believe that. No, I'm serious. I'm <laughs> that, I was riding bikes when I was five, six. Nah. Around the block. Nah. But I was. Oh, I remember. I remember in prep. In prep, I'd come home, go to the garage, get my bike, and just ride by myself, just around the neighborhood. I was that guy. I was that kid. Yeah. Well, there you go. And then you got her just playing tennis. Playing tennis and playing tournaments. I'm just riding bikes. Yeah, that sounds a lot more fun to me. Nah, well, I don't know. We all have our own views, so... <laughs> we all have our own views. Okay, so you were at that club for how long did you say? A couple of years. A couple of years. And then you played a, few, then, played a few tournaments there. Um, Yeah, I played pennant for them, okay. I think it was. Um, And then I played for Founding Gate. Okay, you moved there? Yep. And then... How long, how long were you at Founding Gate for? I think that was a couple of years as well, and yeah. then um, I went to Noble Park. Okay. Now I've got a question. Yeah. As a as that as a kid at that age, obviously, um, with your parents' support, how was your training training schedule looking like? Because obviously you're 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 a kid, and obviously there's a lot of potential in you, which there is. And how did that look like back then? Well, back then when it when I first started, I was always you know, around sport and my parents playing rugby, soccer and all that stuff and the gym. I pretty much grew up in a gym. Yeah. <laughs> so I was always active. I was always running around trying to join in my parents' training sessions with the rugby teams and soccer teams and stuff. So that was natural for me. And then, but then when I started playing tournaments, it got more serious from when I was seven years old. So then and I would pretty much be doing stuff that like 16 year olds would okay. be doing obviously with your, with your parents like help with the gym yep. weights and stuff okay and yeah so okay. I, I don't know i think it was maybe like once or twice fitness session and just a lot of hours on the court damn during, like every, every day after, after yeah, school and stuff yeah, like that during like holidays as well now, christmases oh my fucking god <laughs> Now, with, um, did your parents, I know your parents coached you later on, but at the early age, did your parents coach you or? Yes, my parents did my fitness, um, both of them did. Okay. Yeah. Um, my mum helped me a lot on court. Okay. Um, even though I had coaches, she would still, you know, be like my coach as well. Okay. When, whenever we went back home, we'd pretty much be shadow hitting in the backyard for like another hour after my session and this would be like at the middle of the night okay so another question would be obviously um, what you've told me your mum doesn't have a tennis background no neither of my parents so now how, how did that like obviously it was a learning curve for them also yeah. to learn about tennis and all the techniques and stuff like that do you remember anything them doing research or them you know like even watching your coach coach you like how, how did how did they get to the knowledge they have today um, from what I can remember, my mum was always the one to come with me to every single tennis lesson I had. Okay. So she, she'd just sit there, watch the whole, I don't know, hour, two hours and pretty much just like, she's a sponge. Like she'll learn stuff so fast. And I think that's where I get it from because I'm also a fast learner. So whenever we go back home, she pretty much would pick up things and, and just implement her own way yeah of doing and because she could communicate with me better than my coaches could yeah because she's my mom of course like, obviously like i would understand how she would 
coach me better than my actual coaches yep. would. So I think she needed to actually like sit there and learn everything so she could help me Damn. with my coaches. Yeah, that's respect. <laughs> that's respect, bro. That's, actually, that's tough, man. That's yeah. tough. Like, especially walking into a sport you don't know anything yeah. about. That's that's really tough. So, oh, good on her. Good on her. So, obviously, so you moved from Founding Gate, as you said, to Noble yes, Park. Yes, to Noble Park. What 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 made what was the why was the reason you moved? I'm not sure. Maybe that it was. was oh, this? my my coach Lisa was actually moving coaching at Noble Park. Okay. Um, so I went there, played pennant there. I think the competition was better. Okay. Um, and it was close to my dad's work at the time. Okay. Um, which was also in Noble Park, is literally across the road. So. Mad. Yeah. So you played there. So pretty much the early throughout the early years, you just followed your coach from club to club. Is that is that? Um, no, so I am pretty sure, I was so young, so I didn't understand anything, but I'm pretty sure she went, because at that time when I first started, she was still playing. Yep, okay. So, she went off and played tennis, and then I found another coach, and okay. Um, I think when we heard she was back coaching, we... You obviously want to go back to her. No, yeah. fair enough. So, you played, uh, well, sorry, we didn't get the surface. What was the surface at, um, no, Fanningate? Oh, Fanningate, at the time, that was... Onto car. Okay. Yeah. And then at um, No Park? Same thing. Um, actually, I think it was synthetic clay. It might have been both. I know it's synthetic clay now. Okay. All right. So you were there for another few more years? Yeah. Now, well, but I'm pretty sure like everyone from Melbourne who plays tennis like grows up playing on Onto car because yeah. like, we've got so many tennis clubs. Yeah. But now they're changing. I think they're changing a lot to hard court now. Yeah. Everything is, most of the courts are hard. Yeah. Um, so you played at No Park for a while. Um, what, how old were you at this age? Oh, maybe like from 10, 10 years old or okay. eight. Okay. I think actually, I think eight years old. Maybe. Okay. So yeah. you're, still, you're still in primary school. Yes. Yeah. Now, now, okay. We've been up to high school. Yet. Yeah, we're not even up to high school. So now, in in um in primary school, yeah. obviously people knew you played tennis. I'm guessing. Yeah. Now, how were your friendships and like who were you hanging out with? Like, obviously, we hanging out with more of the athletic kids. Like, what what, what, what was what was the story behind that? Um, the cool group. You know what? I think my friendship group was more towards the cool group yeah 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 Yeah, not because i was cool but because my friends were like i didn't consider myself a popular person ever um but yeah like i i don't think many of my friends were that active besides like a lot of my friends did play netball um my guy friends were playing afl Mm. Um, but yeah, it was tough to keep my friendships going because I was constantly leaving and traveling and missing out on parties and traveling in like, like obviously in primary school traveling, was it internationally or like when? Um, well, my first international trip was when I was 10 years old. Okay. We'll get there. We're eight years old right now. We'll get there. We'll get there. So we, so you're playing tournaments, um, in Australia. Yes. Okay. Like, yeah. Pretty much interstate. Interstate, yeah. Yep. yeah. Okay, so okay, that's that's pretty interesting. 
So like you'll just disappear for a few weeks or a week or two. Yeah, and, come and back. then I would feel like my friends forgot about yeah, me because okay. I've disappeared for that long. Okay. Now <laughs> with, with your teachers, did they ha- like obviously your parents? I'm guessing knew. Uh, I told them. I mean, did your teachers ever treat you differently or like oh? You know what? I actually felt like I got treated differently every time I went to, every time I had a sport lesson, like a PE. Oh, she'd be like, oh, this girl can easily hit, yeah. the, easily hit 15, yeah. 12 on the beep test. Yeah. You know, just like. Like, I'd be one of the first people to be picked for. Yeah, okay. Picked in okay. a team. Yeah. I was the last one, so you know. <laughs> I'll be honest, I was always the last one. Yeah, all right. Okay, I'll just sit on the seat. Or for, like, athletics, um, carnivals and stuff, like, they always put, like, make me first. try out. Yeah. For, like, cross country mm-hmm. and stuff. I fucking hate running. Yeah, I know you do. I, I hated you do. it. I know you do. <laughs> so, you at Newell Park, you stayed there for a few years, and then when's the next change? Um, maybe a couple years after that. Honestly, like it's all a blur, like this tennis shit. To be okay. honest. Yeah. I think you my just... next one was Kuyong. Kuyong. Yeah. So how did how did Kuyong happen? Did you get offered? Um, what happened? So there's this like scholarship program thing you can apply for. Okay. Um, so I ended up getting it and then I became a member for a couple of years. Um, I played pennant there, Premier so, League, ATL. So you were there for most of your teenage? Yeah. So you, you what, do you remember how old you were when you got in? Maybe like 12. So, okay. I reckon. Yep. Okay. 12 and then. Around there, oh, I you... could be completely off. Okay, so no, it's alright. Someone all right. knows this. Yeah, it's alright. And I've butchered it. It's alright. <laughs> Don't come for me. <laughs> um, and then you, yeah. So you played your first international tournament at you said ten. Yes. Uh, yeah. Ten. Ten. And where did you go? And what's your place? Um. Okay, so I only went to one country, I think, because I got sent home. Why? <laughs> Why'd you get sent home? Um. See, I had a really bad temper. Okay. My attitude was horrendous. Oh my god. I can just imagine this. Um, and yeah, I just remember being on the court in a group session. I got really pissed off because the girl I was hitting with kept moonballing. And I honestly, like, I can't stand training with people like yeah, that. Yeah. So I was getting mad. When, and when I got mad when I was little, I started crying. So I was crying on the court and the coach pretty much put me on the bench. Oh my God. My mom came on the trip with me. So, and she saw that I was on the bench. So she was like, well, come with me. Let's go hit. Um, because I was just sitting there and then, yeah, I got sent home. I think it was for my attitude. (laughs) And then, yeah, that trip was pretty fast. Very fast. Okay. (laughs) So... That was an interesting experience at 10 years old, coming back, being sent home. Wait, wait, so you didn't tell us what country was it? Italy. Italy. Yeah. So you got kicked out of Italy. Yeah. Italy. I saw the um, the chapel, which was fun. Okay. (laughs) All right. That's about it. Do you know how long it lasts? Like a week or two? I think it was like three weeks, maybe. Tough time. Yeah. So you came back. Obviously, you're at Kyong now, and you're a teenager. You're still in high school. Yeah. Um. Now, when he came when he come when he came to high schools, did you did you have a 
set high school do you want it to go to or like what because i know i know if you're if you're talents i'm guessing a lot of high schools are like oh come here come here but oh this is a this is a thing that i do i don't know if it's like a regret thing but i do wish i went to a different high school okay because at the time when i was in primary school about to go to high school all my friends were going to sfx which is st francis xavier okay and like being a kid who was constantly leaving and didn't have a set friendship group i that's what i wanted most was to keep my friends Mm -hmm. so i chose to go to sfx because all my friends were going there and that was your choice yes i had um i had the opportunity to go to maribyrnong um hellebury caulfield pretty much schools that had a tennis program um because they wanted me to play in the tennis team I didn't want to play tennis at school at because... School, yeah. You don't want to be wanted, known as that tennis girl yeah, at school. Yeah, like, it's a bit I wanted my life to be separate. I didn't want to be going to school and everyone being like, oh, like, you play tennis. Like, no, you're the tennis girl. Like, it's so fucking annoying. Yeah. Especially a young girl who's... Just trying to live a normal teenage yeah. lifestyle. I know. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but I do wish I didn't go to that school, to okay. be honest. So, when you moved, when you moved schools... Um, sorry, when you moved into high school at SFX... Did you have the same friendship group or did that, did that change real quick? Nah, nah. That changed oh real quick? Oh my gosh. I remember my first day because I actually missed orientation day, yeah. which was the most important day. As, as a, <laughs> as a seven-year-old. You cannot miss that day. Of course I missed it because of tennis. And I get to school and I'm like trying to find my primary school friends and they're already off in their like new classes, yeah, new, classes new, new friends, friends already. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I go to the office and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, this is so embarrassing. And then, yeah, they helped me find my class. And then you walked that in. was it. Like, I was not friends. With them anymore. With my primary school friends. Damn. And, like, that day I was like, oh my gosh, I've made the biggest mistake oh of my, my life. God. Because I chose this school for my friends. Damn. What about you? Did you like the school you went um, to? Well, I went to... I, I got... I got I got put into a private school at year five, um, so it was it was the prep. The school I went to was P twelve, prep to twelve, mm-hmm. and so I kind of had the same friends. That's all. You still have the same friends. I still have the same friends since year five. I still have the same friends. Wow. Same friends, same best friends, wow. same everything. I yeah, I wish. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know like, like what to say. Obviously, to that. obviously, my friends have like some some of them have left schools and came back and like like obviously we drifted apart, but like yeah. the core. Let's say let's say the core five friends I'm still friends with, like one That's of my one of my one of my best yeah. friends I've known him for thirteen years now. Wow, thirteen years! I went to that school in year five. He was the first person I spoke to at that school, and we're still friends to this day. That's such a good effort. Right, it wasn't effort, but I was just we just were in the same same you know same class. Yeah, I guess it helps that you didn't leave. Well, with, constantly. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but with that said, I did go to a very small school. Yeah, like okay. there was only there was only like like. 20 guys in my year level and it was obviously um so the school i went to was separate from seven to ten um boys and girls separate so it was the all boys class from year seven to year ten and it was just yeah just vibing every day just talking about boy shit aka games games every day um at that age so anyways um so you go you go to this new school you, f- you find obviously find new friends yes I and do. How, how very slowly very slowly okay and how 
how did you keep those friendships? I didn't. <laughs> nice. nice. I'm actually like not friends with any of them. Anyone that I went to school with. Okay. Like you, they yeah, know of you. Like, yeah, I follow some girls I went to school with and guys like on social media, but um, like I've completely lost yeah. social contact with them. Okay. Um, like if I do see them, like it's a high at high. the shops, it's a high buy thing. Yeah, there's a smile or. Yeah. yeah, yeah, um, but they were always like pretty supportive of my tennis, and like was, whenever was I any, came back, was there any haters, like for, haters, like, like haters meaning the the guy the guys or girls that were jealous, like oh my god, she's that tennis girl, she's better than me or whatever, whatever the case is. You know, at the time I didn't take it as jealousy. I thought like as I thought being an athlete was the most cringe thing that could that I could ever do in high school yeah. because. Like I have, like I don't have a small, skinny, like body type, like compared to everyone else I went to school with. I like I'm not blonde or anything. I don't have blue eyes, <laughs> and okay. that's like the main thing that guys in high school looked for. Looked for, yeah. yeah. Especially for the school you went to. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So, like, even just being, just having a the body of an athlete was so, like, tough because like guys would automatically look the other way yeah. and then yeah like i just felt like so ugly <laughs> no, honestly, yeah, no, <laughs> because I, I, like like guys that's not what guys wanted yeah. like back then and like and it was all about guys 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 in high school let's yeah let's be honest yeah it was just like oh who can get the most attention pretty much well yeah i mean girls were already like having boyfriends back then yeah. and like like i'd i think Maybe when I was 16, I was like started to pay attention to guys. But before that, I was, was like, tennis. it was just tennis and yeah. Okay. So you, well, you're at Kyung, you go to SF, you go to SFX mm-hmm. and you are traveling every, how often? Um, couple months of the year. Okay. Actually half the year. Half the year. Yeah. Okay. Half the year. Um, you're coming and going out of class. Now, when it comes to, when it comes to Kyung, I know everyone in tennis, Kyung, you know. Yeah. So, what was the benefits that you liked at Kyung, like that you miss or whatever the case? Um, I don't know. Like, did you like Kyung? Because I know from from Noble Park to Kyung, that's a very different. Yeah, it's that's a, a big very, jump. It's like a very a, big jump. Yeah. In um. The girl from the hood. Pretty much, a girl <laughs> from the hood. Goes like, to hanging out with white people. Prestige. <laughs> oh my god. I was going to say prestigious, but okay. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we are back. We just had some technical issues. Um, I'm not sure if the camera picked it up, but shout out to people like Kyung. Not, <laughs> I have nothing against them, but it is what it is. Yep. It's um, coming out of your mouth, not mine. Um, so, yeah, you're at Kyung, um, and you are obviously competing, well, training with people at a very high level. Yeah. Um, now, so you had no benefit, you hadn't, you hadn't no like, oh, I missed that part of Kyung, or was there a social aspect? Because obviously, obviously, with, with friends at school, it's not going as planned. Obviously, at a tennis, on a tennis level, how's your friendship in that, in that sense? Well, at that age, I didn't really have friends because 
I would always play above my age group. Like, it so would always be a couple old, years older, above. The, the yeah. older. Okay. Like, I'd be 12 playing an under-16s tournament. Okay. So, I grew up with people who are, what, four, five years older than me. Yeah. Did you ever hang out with them, but, like, during the, during your matches or even no, speak to them? No. It was just, like, that young girl. Yeah, I, because I was always the youngest, like, yeah. everywhere I went. So, everyone would just turn a blind eye or... Okay. So, you... So, did that help you mature in any way? That, like, yeah, it definitely had... did. Like, because I was always around older people, even around um, my parents, like, work industry and stuff, being in a gym. And, um, yeah, I definitely f- know that I've matured a lot quicker than my peers, even going back to school and just being around that environment, the things they would be talking about, the parties that would be to? held yeah. and... I just felt so out of place because that wasn't what I was around when I was pretty much working. Like, I've been working since I was, what, 14? Yep, okay. All right, so that's interesting. That's interesting. So you just it was just tennis, tennis, tennis. Um, now, how, how did that... Do you think tennis has, a, well, not affected, but helped you get closer to your family members by any chance? Like uh, you and your brother, I know you have a brother that you <laughs> spoke about climbing fences and stuff. But how how did you use your? Did you get closer to your brother because of that aspect of like okay, like I'm I'm going in and out of school. Like this is my this is my best friend. It did quite the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, knowing your brother, I know your brother, and he's, he's a bit of a wild one. So um, because like. My mum always came with me everywhere I went. So then when he was at the age where he couldn't be left alone, he would come with us. But we're five years apart, so we're not going to relate when yeah, he's... Yeah, you're a different generation. Yeah. Um, we do now. Um, I think we're close yeah. <laughs> right now. You guys are really close. Because he's, well, he's 16 now, yeah. so like I can, you know, he can talk to me on that level I can relate and um but nah it pretty much did the opposite um yeah we didn't have much of a close like sibling relationship or even with like my whole family because my mom would go everywhere my brother would sometimes be left with my dad Mm -hmm. um and yeah I I think it put a massive strain on my family my tennis okay so yeah that that was the shit part no, that's all right. Well, obviously, you got to sacrifice things to make things. I'll, yeah. You know. Are you close with your family? Um, I'm, well, I only have my family. I have no cousins or anything in Australia. It's just me. Okay. Just me and my family. Yeah. Um, my parents migrated in the, like to Australia in like the 90s. Um, so, growing up, like me and my, me and my um, family, like I was just, I'm the only guy. So, it's like pretty much whatever I wanted happened in a work family that's how it works yeah. the guy was whatever it was so um growing up like i was pretty cool with my dad me and my dad i used to, I used to follow my dad everywhere wherever he went i went I'm like even to his friend's house i'd go sit there and i'll just just look at the, the clouds move like i don't know I, I don't know why but um i did that for a long time um, I mean, I actually, didn't go, I actually didn't let i actually went to work with my dad as a kid because i'd every time i'd go to work i'd cry 
So he'd oh. be like, so because he would work overnights, like oh, he, night shift. Night, night yeah, shift. Yeah. So um, a couple of times I went to work with my dad. Um, he asked his boss, like, can I bring my son? Um, he was working in a factory. So I went with him a few times. I used to ride my scooter around the whole factory. Um, but yeah, I had like separation anxiety for my dad for a really long time. And ever since, ever since he put it, and then he put a control in my hand. I played games and I just didn't care. Just my own world. <laughs> I'm in my own world playing. Bye, Dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thanks. Thanks for the PlayStation. See you later. Um, so, did that. And yeah, I just grew up and um, just was in school. I actually, in prep, I didn't, I, I, I kind of didn't really go to prep, uh, to school in prep much because of like not wanting to go to school and stuff like that. Um, who well, does want to go to school at that age? Well, I don't know. My little sister loves school at that age. She's like, oh my God, I can't be for school homework. <laughs> Five years, ten years later, she's like, oh my God, I can't be stuffed. <laughs> um, anyways, um, but the school I went to, everyone like, the school I went to, um, most of the people there in prep were either family friends or cousins. Um, so every time I went to school, it was just like, who do I hang out with? Because everyone knows each other and I'm not very... At that age, I wasn't really a um, talkative person. We are back. Sorry. Um, so yeah, um, I was I wasn't a very talkative person. I was a very shy kid, and then um, I just when moved schools, moved houses, in uh, and in grade one, I walked in uh, walked into class, and people were very friendly, and that's where I kind of made friends um, because people came to me, and I was like that kid in year grade one, but for most of my high school, I was, for most of my high school or schooling life, um, I was a very, very quiet kid until I got out of high school. Until I kind of found myself after yeah. high school. Found, well, I still have the same boys. Yeah. They're all, they, you know, they're, they're still who they are. But I feel like it's just the people I surrounded myself with, with work and stuff like that, really brought me out of my shell. Yeah. So, what was the question? I don't know. I just went on a rant. <laughs> I just went on a rant. Oh. Is that your family? Oh, my family. <laughs> <laughs> we, we went to work. <laughs> we went to work. Anyways, yeah, so, yeah, my, no, because, um, but right now, yeah, me and my family were pretty close because we've, like, I've accepted that I don't have any other people yeah. in Australia and I, like, my parents are a bit old, so, like, I just kind of, like, more understanding. Yeah. And obviously, at a young age, it's like, they're in, they're, they're in a very completely different generation than I am. Yeah. And, um, I just, yeah, it took me a while to understand that. And, um, yeah, we're pretty close now. We talk. That's nice. Yeah, so, so yeah. So, let's go back to your tennis. <laughs> we're, we're building off to your tennis. Um, so, you're, you're at Kyung, you're playing, you're playing. Um, do you remember, like, a key fact where you're like, oh, my God, that was a very fun time of my life at, through tennis, through tennis? Oh, my gosh. Um... Holy shit. <laughs> there's a lot or there's none? It's really hard to think of something. Mm. Like, because, like, obviously you work, I mean, sorry, like tennis and school, they're not meshing together. No, that was really tough to balance. I literally only just passed year 12. Okay. And, like, I had my coach, my coach and the, the teacher in New South Wales like really helped me okay. get through that yeah um even the teacher like for TA like they yeah it was a hectic time I was going through a lot back um home and 
living in a new state, um, juggling year 12, like that was just, so I wouldn't recommend it. Okay. So you moved, you moved from Melbourne to Sydney. Yes. When, when at 17, at 17, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. At 17. Yeah. When you moved, you left Kyong obviously, or did you leave Kyong before, before that age? Um, I didn't like leave. It was just kind of like, because I think the scholarship like finished, it, it was just, stopped. just, yeah, it just stopped. It, it wasn't like, fine, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Um, just like, I'm, it's not like I'm leaving now. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It just ended. The yeah. program ended. Okay. Yeah. So you moved. Um, plus like no one like these days is like in a tennis club. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's independent. Well, yeah. Like I can just go to a local court <laughs> and just hit. Yeah. Um, so you moved to New South Wales. How was, how was the, what was the hardships and, and let's say the life changed at New South Wales in Sydney with um, tennis first of all, and then we'll get into your life with tennis. It was, uh, working with a new coach okay. that I had never met before. Okay. <laughs> um, that was really nerve wracking. Um, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what I was doing with my life. Um, I didn't know if I was even going to be living in Sydney for as long as I did. Um, But my coach that I went on to in Sydney, pretty much, I don't know. She was just like a second mom to me Mm -hmm. for that period of my life. And even till, till this day, like... She helped me so much with pretty much everything. Mm. Like not even, not just tennis. It was just growing up and things that a normal like 16, 17 year old would have like gone through in school or just in their family. Like she taught me everything. Okay. Even like getting my license. Like, yeah. She's like a big things, things that. that a coach shouldn't be helping you with, she helped you with pretty much. Yes. No. She took that role on yeah. and yeah. And you, and you, you still talk with her and you still hang yep. out with her whenever, yep. you, when you're in town. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. She's a very important person in my life. Now, now if you think, if you think back then, back, back then, um, and let's say she wasn't there and let's say you had a completely different coach, how do you think your life would have went? Like, you think you'll be back in Melbourne, like, in, like, a month or two? Yeah. Yeah? Pretty much. <laughs> because, you know what, I feel like it takes a certain person to actually, you know, get to know me and deal with, not deal with me, but, like, un- understand, understand me as adapt, a person. Yeah. Because they need to peel back all the, like, walls I've got. Yeah. There's like a level. If if you ever know her, there's there's a level. Like you gotta get to the base level where she just hates you, and then you get the second <laughs> level where she's like, oh yeah, yeah, and then, and then it comes build up, and then you get to a level where she just wants to kill you, and then you're like, yep, I've made it, you know. So, so no, I get that. I understand. I understand when you say that. Yeah. So. Like if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have. I don't know. I would. I don't think I would have stayed in Sydney for as long okay. as I did, and even now I still, like I consider Sydney my second home. Mm. Sorry, the camera cut again. If that wants to focus, yeah, perfect. Um, so you want to give your co- you want to give your coach or your old coach give nice nice shout out and you know, <laughs> no one knows who she is. So I feel like she's she deserves a nice. I don't sh- even know if she's gonna be listening to this. 
Well, so yeah, my old coach is Nicole Krez. Yep. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out to her. Shout out to her because it looks um, like she's helped you a lot when you were in Sydney. When you yeah. Were yep. Uh, still, still does help me to this day and. That's nice. That's nice. Okay, so now you're you're in Sydney. You're in a new city. Yeah. Now, when it comes to your friends and stuff, how did you make friends in Sydney? I had no friends in Sydney. Because that's pretty hard. Moving to a whole different state, not knowing anyone besides no. tennis. Tennis, like how? No, it was horrendous. Okay. Like the first couple months was pretty tough because all I had was Corey, who was my ex. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then, yeah, so it was just us two, his family. Um, Chrissy actually brought me out a couple times and put me into new social settings. And even the girls I trained with, like, we became friends and stuff. Um, but I would have liked to, I don't know, have friends outside of tennis. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was tough because not everyone's on the same maturity level yeah. or not everyone's schedule is the same as you. And, yeah. um, yeah. So whoever, okay. whoever she brought me out with was like a couple years older than me. So I, I, I learned how to network, which was, yeah, which was pretty really like, which yeah. is a really it's good skill to, to have. Us. Yeah. At that age, it's pretty hard to, you know, cause to get out of your shell and talk to random people. Yeah. Like she's amazing at networking. So, um, that's one thing that I, okay. if I ever like meet someone new or if they have like social anxiety or whatever, like I always tell them that story yep. and how I learned how to network and how my coach helped me. And, um, yeah. And now today I feel like if I'm put in a room with bus- businessmen or entrepreneurs like, or whatever, money. like I can, <laughs> no, like I, I believe I can hold a intellectual conversation, conversation. with them. Sell yourself, and like oh, it. Sell no, yourself. not like. The, oh my god! <laughs> like, <laughs> what talk, talk to him in a way, in a business way. Yeah, like I have things to bring to the table yeah. instead of just yeah. listening to them. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice. Now, obviously, you said you said you were only friends with tennis people. Did you ever make friends outside of tennis in New South Wales? And how did you do it? If you did, I did not. Um. I don't know if my ex's friends count as okay. friends outside of tennis. Um, to be honest, I didn't really get along with, with his friends. People, yeah. I did get along with them, but I they weren't my scene, okay. if that makes sense. That's fine. That's fine. Like, they wouldn't be people that I would be drawn to naturally. Okay. All right. And then, so, how long were you in Sydney for? For two and a bit years. Okay. Did you ever come back home for more than a month? No, I didn't. Yeah. I it, I would either come back for a weekend or a week, and mm-hmm. that was it. All right, so you moved back to Melbourne. Yep. Now, what, why did you want to move back? I wanted to be closer to my family. Yep. After two years, you know, yeah. you can imagine. Um, I missed home. I missed being around things that I knew. Um. I, I don't know. I just felt like my time in Sydney was up, was up for the time being. Like I, I did still come back um, during COVID. Um, I was stuck there for like six months. Where? <laughs> in Sydney. 
that was when we were on lockdown. Um, during that time, I was, I think, I'm pretty sure I was in the process of like fully moving back home. <laughs> Sorry, I got a phone call. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much why I moved back to Melbourne was for my family. Mm, okay. All right. So you moved back. When you when you moved back, did you did your old friends ever, ever reach out like, oh, you're back in Melbourne, or like, you know, you always wanted. Like, this is obviously after high school. How did your friends? How your how did your high school friends? treat you or like see you when you came back to Melbourne because you're back in well I wasn't friends with my high school friends you knew them when I left okay Okay. the friends I had when I left and when I came back I'm not friends with anymore um but they I don't know they they we still kept in touch um it served its purpose for when I was that age um the scene that those people were in I didn't see myself being in long term Mm. it was to me it felt very toxic and it wasn't something that I wanted in my life so naturally I just pull back from people that don't match your vibe or like you don't get to see yeah if I don't if if I'm not feeling the vibes I will exit okay um you obviously said you see your friends, your high school friends around the areas. Has anyone came up and spoken to you? Like, oh. Yeah, some. Like, because, like, like, I, like from the shopping center I work at, obviously, that's the local shopping center all your yeah. friends go to. And it, whenever someone comes up and is like, oh, you know Destiny? I was like, yeah. Oh my like, God. how do you know her? She's like, oh, because she was like tennis skill. It's always that like tennis skill, oh. you know? And I know. That's why I've had so many identity crises. I swear. It's all right. It's all right. But, um, now, like, when you're walking around and you see someone, uh, do you get that, do you get that, like, that stare, like, oh, my God, that's her stare ever around here? Um, I do sometimes. I actually, like, walk the opposite way to where they are. Yeah. And I always look the other way or I pretend I'm, I'm on, like, I'm on my phone. Because if they do come up to me, I know the first thing that they're going to say is something to do with tennis. Yeah. And I hate being... That tennis girl. Yes. No, fair I, enough. Like, I'm just a normal no, person. Even me, even me. Like, I, as I said, I do work in retail. And when I'm, yeah, when like, I'm off, it would be annoying when I'm you. off the, when I'm off the clock and someone comes to me, I'm like, hey, do you have this, do you have this jumper or do you have this size? But I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah. why would I look like the system? Yeah. You know? They're like, oh, you're that guy that works at blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like. So it's a bit annoying. Yeah. Um, no, I get that. So. Now, let's talk about present. Yeah. How's your life now? My life now. In what way? In like, okay, so you, so you, you, okay. One thing we didn't speak about is you moving back to Melbourne. Your coach, so your coach lives in Sydney. How did that transition between you moving back and her being in Sydney affect your tennis? Um, I don't think that affected my tennis. I think I affected my tennis. Okay. Um, because naturally, like we pretty much knew when our time was up we knew what i wanted to do she knew what she wanted okay, to do okay we knew what the next step was it was just uh the conversation yep, and okay. bringing it all up. right so it was con- okay it was yeah communicated all right nice um so that that wasn't like i mean it was hard but it wasn't an awkward thing 
or anything like it it was a bit but they're mm-hmm. just new so um but now like i've had another coach mm-hmm. i'm in charge of my own career right now yep. um and yeah that's something that i've always wanted and i'm still learning and i'm just taking it a day at a time with the tennis thing and have you had any have you any have you had any hardships dealing with your own career um like you're like damn i wish i had the coach yes i (laughs) one thing that i haven't had much in my life is control over my your own whatever whatever you're doing yeah so I'd always have a set schedule of... Now you have to make your own schedule. Like, now you choose if you want to train yeah, today. Yeah, of my tournaments yep. and my training and just whatever I'm doing yep. around tennis. So now it's like, what do I want to do? What do I want to play? Where do you want to go? Yeah. Who I want to take. Yep. Um, if I want to coach. Yep. Um, now how are all these thoughts in your head? Like how are you processing them? At the start, I was really struggling, and I think that's why I, I think that's part of the reason as to why I took a break from tennis, mm-hmm. because... You just don't want to deal with it? Not that, like, I was not enjoying tennis at all. Okay. So that was mainly the reason why, like, I was hating it, I hated anything to do with it, I didn't want to travel, the last trip I went on was during covid and then we had to quarantine. Um, oh, during two, like the two weeks quarantine. Yeah. That's tough. Um, I had to do some weeks by myself. And I think that's what really, like, broke Push, me. Broke, broke like, you? It pushed yeah. me to the point where I was like, I am never doing this again yeah. by myself. Well, you're in a foreign country, not speaking language, and you're alone. Yeah. Because um, just... I always had my mum come with me or, or coach. my coach. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I didn't want to go back um, and I took a break because I, at the time I was just settling on my house as well. Mm-hmm. I missed out on my 21st and well, whoever knows me knows that celebrating things is like so important. important. It's yeah. so important to missed me. Missed your 21st because of tennis. Yeah. Missed a lot because of tennis, but yeah. you know, it is what it is. But yeah. so now back to the question now, you have no, you have no coach, you're organizing your own life there's obviously some tough things that you have to overcome is there anything else that you have hardships about where like that you're worried about for the future um i'm not really worried about well you're just on a wave and just just vibing with it just like that's what i was doing on my break actually i i just wanted to do whatever i wanted and be happy just be a happy 21 year old because i don't know i felt like i missed out on so much and i could be so much happier without tennis mm. like i wanted to find whoever the fuck i was yeah. without tennis because I, whole life has been tennis. because we attach ourselves to to losing or to being that tennis person and i don't know i feel like for me, whenever I used to lose, my self-worth would go okay. down the drain because I would be like, oh my gosh, I'm a loser. Yeah. I've lost. I'm getting messages from gamblers who are like attacking me because they've lost their house or whatever. Yeah, fucking retard. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm, I should just die. Yeah. yeah. Now, 
you've taken this you've taken this period where you've stepped away from tennis and obviously you're going to start playing soon well you are, you are playing but like you're going yeah. overseas soon mm-hmm. how do you feel your mind and your like like yeah how, how do you feel your life is going with that like are you more positive like obviously you're not are you taking these messages to heart still um, oh, you don't care, right? uh, well, with tennis, like right now, I, I'm not hating it. Okay. Um, when we went to Bendigo and yeah. Canberra recently, I was actually really enjoying being on the court. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because I did have that support network there, which yeah. was you. Yeah. Um, so my mind wasn't going to the darkest yeah. places where every time I was off the court, mm-hmm. um, I always had that time to switch off and relax and think yeah. about home and whatever like, yeah. talk about I had a piece of home with me yeah. which which is always good yeah and yeah. I've not felt like that in a while okay. um so yeah I'm just chilling like I this is the first overseas trip that I haven't been like dreading okay. ever nice I'm not like fuck my life yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah, go yeah like I'm actually like Looking forward Semi to Yeah, for it. nice, nice. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's all I have, I have to ask with tennis and your life. Um, Looks like it was mainly, it was mainly, <laughs> what the fuck am I saying? It was mainly about tennis. Well, obviously, the tennis and the hardships that tennis brought to your life. That was my main goal of getting, obviously, obviously. I don't think we even, like, scratched the surface, to be honest. <laughs> about what? Well, about the hardships it's brought to my life. <laughs> well, we can maybe we can have another episode where we talk about more about the like the more in depth in the hardships and all the stuff it's done. But um, this was just probably an introduction into that. Well, there you go. There you go. There you go. Well, I guess everyone knows your tennis tennis career and your history uh, behind tennis. Yeah, just um, a little bit of the journey. Yeah, a little bit of journey. Yeah. Uh, we will obviously speak about more. Um, the part, the hardships. Round two, let's say. Yeah. This was, as he said, it's only the surface. Um, but yeah, sounds very interesting, and obviously, there's more to come uh, yeah. with your tennis, and let's hopefully tennis doesn't make your life any yeah. more harder to a point. You know, <laughs> so that's made. Hopefully, this yeah. satisfied some tennis fans. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um. Is there anything else you want to say? Um. I mean, not really about tennis. Mm. <laughs> Like guys, like just a heads up, I really I find it hard to talk about tennis. Yeah. Well. Like whenever someone brings it brings tennis up, I just tune out. You know how hard it was. I've been asking these questions. Like, where she's gonna hate me after this? So, so yeah. Look, I do a few guys. That's all. She's gonna kill me, (laughs) but it's alright. But you know, no. Look, this this podcast is not about tennis and whatever it is. Um, it's always about hardships and the chaotic stuff that we go through. Yeah. Um, but obviously we've got to build, Which comes with we've got to build the story. Yeah. We're going to build yeah. the story and this was just part of this, yeah. this, the journey. So, um, we'll leave it for that for today and about everything about your tennis. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, yeah, all about tennis. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye.